You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We continue to cover Blue Jays spring training here on MLB.com Extras. Tim McMaster along with MLB.com Blue Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. And Gregor will talk about the World Baseball Classic and some Blue Jays in action, actually going head-to-head in that tournament. Um, but let's start with uh, guys that have been hurt slowly making their way back and very important players to this team and both of them getting into minor league action on Tuesday. That's Devin Travis and Josh Donaldson. Let's start with Donaldson, but the question will kind of be the same for both these guys. He was in a uniform over the weekend. He's back in the game, although be at minor league on Tuesday. Can he be ready for opening day? Yeah, it certainly looks that way. And, and one important thing to note here is really that it's the club who's really taking a cautious approach with this. I mean, Donaldson has been saying for a little while now that he feels good enough to play, but considering the time of the year, the, the Jays want him to pass a, a series of, of steps along the way and pass a series of tests before he's actually cleared to, to return to main action. And they know exactly how much time is remaining to opening day, and everything does appear to be on plan. You know, he received four at-bats in that minor league game earlier this week. Struck out a couple times. That obviously doesn't really matter at this time of year. After sitting out for so long, it's, it's more just kind of about tracking pitches and, and slowly but surely getting his timing down. And uh, with a couple of weeks to go uh, to get ready and get those at-bats he needs, uh, everything should be fine for opening day. And then same scenario for Travis, or is it a little different from him since he is coming back from a more serious injury? Yeah, I think it is a little bit different with him. Uh, I, I think this the move to get him into a minor league game is a little bit just more of, of trying to get him so he can see some at-bats, and when he does um, you know, eventually turn that corner in the rehab, he's able to progress a little bit more quickly and not have to worry quite so much about getting that timing down at the plate. Um, so they're going to protect against that knee for the, you know, the short term. Um, he's not playing the field yet, not running the bases. Um, he's doing a little bit of that kind of in drill work, uh, but has yet to kind of turn that into a game. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. I think he's got an outside shot to be ready for opening day, but but unlike Donaldson, I'd, I'd expect Donaldson to be ready. Uh, I don't have the same expectations with Travis. I think he's still in potential jeopardy of starting the year on the deal. Aaron Sanchez finally made his first uh, start of the spring. He was delayed a little bit, or they wanted him to get off to a late start. Uh, once the season's going, uh, once he's taking the ball every fifth day this year, are the gloves off as far as Sanchez goes? Last year they were obviously watching the innings, and then late in the year they skipped him a couple of times. But is it full steam ahead for Sanchez in 2017? Yeah, it is. And I think this is just one kind of small minor adjustment that the Jays have made, something that a lot of playoff teams do. You know, when they pitch deep into October, a lot of times they'll, they'll give – uh, a lot of their starting pitchers, a little bit of a delayed start to, to the next spring just to, to kind of make sure that they get a little bit more of a proper off season. And I think especially after everything that, that Sanchez went through last year with throwing a career high innings, that became even more important from uh, Toronto's perspective to make sure he did get that little bit of extra rest. But once he is dialed up and ready to go for the start of, uh, the, start of the regular season, uh, I think they're just going to, I think the reins are going to be off. I think that's the same could be said for everyone in that starting rotation. I think the Jays are going to pick and choose their times um, to maybe get those guys a little bit of extra rest, whether it's just taking advantage of an off day, maybe an occasional sixth starter, every now and then thrown into a mix a couple times throughout the year. But for the most part, uh, this, is, this isn't going to be a situation where you're going to see guys skipped or anything like that. Their starting five is going to be their starting five for as long as they're healthy. 
Hopefully, uh, Blue Jays fans have been paying attention to the World Baseball Classic because if they have, they've, they've certainly seen some thrills from their players. Uh, Jose Batista was able to keep the Dominican Republic undefeated with an unbelievable throw from left field to gun down what would have been the winning run from Colombia at the plate. Uh, the Dominican Republic has now lost the game, but they're still alive. They lost Tuesday night to Puerto Rico. And then Marcus Stroman got to pitch against the Dominican Republic. He struck out Jose Batista and got kind of a kick out of that, and he was great. Uh, the U.S. ended up losing that game after Stroman left. But between that and then obviously the Canadian team was in the tournament, has now been eliminated. There's been a lot to enjoy for Blue Jays fans. Yeah, there really has, and then particularly that Stroman Batista moment was one that got a lot of attention up here, and rightfully so. I mean, it was a, it was a really kind of fun tournament. There was there was one gift going around that kind of zoomed in on Batista's facial expression when he stepped into the box, and he kind of gave a little wink to Stroman. Those guys are cl clearly having fun with it, and in a tournament that I think a lot of people are having fun with. I mean, it's, it's been pretty incredible. It was, I was obviously very disappointing uh, for Team Canada. Uh, Batista kind of got the last laugh in that one as well, homering off them. Uh, kind of playing playing the villain role that maybe some Blue Jays fans were expecting him to play this year before he re-signed. But it's kind of interesting to see that side of things as well. But you know, there's been a lot of encouraging signs uh, from the Blue Jays side. And kind of after a slow start to the spring training with some disappointing news with Donaldson and Travis, uh, you know, the way that Batista, Stroman, and the way the guys are performing in Blue Jays camp itself is certainly encouraging. Kendrys Morales is another guy who just continues to hit. I think we've talked about him the last three weeks on this podcast because he just continues to get into spring training games and swing the bat great. You almost want to tell him to save some hits for the regular season. Where is he now? Is he, he must be pretty much ready to go. He seems like a guy who doesn't need a lot of swings to get ready. Yeah, no, he's locked in, and I, I think you're just going to, more than anything else, the Jays are just going to try and maintain that. So as you said, he doesn't uh, burn out or anything in spring training, use up all those hits. You know, he's certainly going to want to send save some for the regular season. But, uh, you know, that's another uh, very encouraging storyline for the, for the Jays. And, and Toronto really has a few of them this spring in terms of guys that they're going to have to rely on who are having good spring trainings. And that doesn't necessarily guarantee success in the regular season. We all know that. And the results can often be misleading. But when you look at the numbers that Kendris Morales is putting up, you have to be encouraged. When you look at the, the spring that Kevin Polar is having at the plate. Uh, Blue Jays fans have to be encouraged by that. And, uh, you know, the hope remains that they'll carry some of that into the regular season. Scary moment for the Blue Jays. TJ House hit in the head by a line drive last week. The great news is that he's okay. Uh, is there a timetable for him, though, as far as throwing again and, and getting back to baseball? Yeah, it, this is that's one that's going to take a little bit of time, and and you know I, I kind of know that from from having followed Jay Happ when when it happened to him back in, in 2013, and uh, you know the first couple weeks there is a lot of uncertainty, and then you kind of just see how those guys uh, you know recover after that. But you know he is going to make a full recovery. I don't think there's any uh, long-term concerns for him, uh, so it should prove to be a relatively short-term thing in the in the grand scheme of things, and, and that's certainly encouraging for him because that was a really scary incident. And, We've now seen a number of those in baseball over the last few years, and, and every time uh, it happens, you know everybody's heart just drops, and, and the game itself becomes secondary. I mean, that that spring training game was was rightfully called in the ninth inning. They didn't even play the rest of that game um, because of what happened there. And, and uh, you know, the Jays have someone in there who's gone through it before, and Jay Happ, and, and, and certainly TJ House will, will have people, uh, you know, someone like Happ to, to lean on. Um, you know, as he kind of builds his way back and, and gets his gets his confidence back and, and, and gets rid of uh, you know any concussion-like symptoms he was dealing with and, and, and kind of getting his his uh, right mentality back in the mound. 
Yeah, and the good news was there was no fractures or anything like that. Um, they, they, you almost assume there's a concussion at that point, but I guess yeah. there's no actual factual. They don't know for sure if there was a concussion, so it's right. more going to be, I guess, getting back mentally and and stepping back on that mound, facing a hitter, knowing that there's always the chance that that line drive can come back at you. All right, well that was a downer, so we'll end on a fun note, and that is, if there's a story on BlueJays.com right now, Joe Biagini. Um, He's been a spot starter a little bit this spring, and, and he's been effective in that. Um, but I think the thing that stood out to me from the article is this guy's kind of a stand-up comic. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a quirky guy. You have to go. Whenever you talk to Biagini, you kind of have to go in uh, to be prepared for anything uh, because the conversation can go in any kind of directions. He's got – he prides himself on having a number of, of one-liners. He's a very, very quirky guy, and – uh, you know, he got a lot of attention last year in Toronto uh, for some of the quirky interviews and, and some of the jokes that he's had along the way, and got a little bit bit of attention south of the border uh, over the off season as well when he uh, when he was on Jimmy Fallon, I uh, got an appearance on there as well. So he uh, you know he's, he he certainly is an interesting case. He's a very unique individual compared to it's not someone you come across very often in, in baseball. He always keeps things very very loose. And certainly prides himself on that uh, that stand-up comedy aspect. His jokes don't always hit the mark, uh, but he certainly gives the effort. How much does that just help out in a, in a bullpen situation where you have a guy like that 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 can be that funny when you know all those guys are out there game after game, usually for the first four or five innings, not even really considering pitching uh, until the later innings. To have a guy like that to keep things light. Yeah, I think there's always kind of a need for someone like that in the clubhouse. and it's, They're very, very different, and I hesitate to compare the two, but in a way, I will. Like Muninori Kawasaki, when he was with the Blue Jays before, um, kind of had that secondary role. Obviously, it doesn't really impact what happens on the field, but his uh, secondary role he had was everybody in the clubhouse loved the guy. He was great at keeping things loose and, and uh, you know, in moments of tension, kind of helped break that ice. And to a certain extent, Biagini has a little bit of that as well um, because he certainly uh, is either the butt of jokes or, or making jokes throughout the time in, in the clubhouse as well. And so he's, he certainly brings that kind of light element. And I think it's it's, it's important. It's, it's obviously not, you know, necessary to have, uh, but I think it is important just to, you know, for the overall morale and things that are going on inside that clubhouse as well just to be able to keep things loose. Great stuff, Gregor. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. For Gregor Chisholm, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.